Good afternoon. Our scripture today is Luke 22, 49 through 51. And when those who were around him saw what would follow, they said, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. The scene was Gethsemane. The chief priests and their officers had come to arrest Jesus. Tension, apprehension, and anger filled the air. Luke does not name the individual disciple who lashed out with his sword. But John, in his account, identifies the attacker as Peter. <laughs> it seems Peter was a better fisherman than a swordsman as he cut off the ear of the servant of the high priest. Luke even tells us it was his right ear. Immediately, Jesus rebuked Peter, and then he healed the servant's ear. I love the irony of this story. He came to help arrest Jesus. He had come to help the soldiers of the Sanhedrin. When he returned with Jesus and the soldiers to the house of the high priest, he had become an unwilling witness to the power and love of Jesus. He had not been a disciple. He had not sought Jesus' help. He was on the other side. Some folks Jesus healed went all over their towns telling their family and friends and anyone who would listen what Jesus had done for them. They were jubilant. They were excited. They could not be quiet. You don't read that about Malthus. Can't you just see when the soldiers returned with Jesus? Did you have any trouble, the high priest would ask? No, he came easily. His followers scattered like frightened birds. Oh, there was one problem. One of his disciples took a swing with his sword at Malchus and cut off his ear. Malchus, are you hurt? Let me see the wound. Let me see where he cut you. Uh, sir, there is no wound. Oh, he, he cut off my ear. But Jesus healed me. But Jesus healed me. Those three words disproved everything about Jesus that the high priest was trying to prove. Malchus dared not speak of Jesus' power and care because everyone in his circle was opposed to Jesus. They hated Jesus. Yet, Malchus was a permanent witness in the very house of the high priest. Every time Caiaphas looked at Malchus, he would see a walking testament that Jesus was who he said he was. He denied the miracles of Jesus, but every time Caiaphas saw Malchus, he saw a miracle done by Christ. That happens all through Scripture. People opposed to God, but then become unwilling witnesses to his omnipotence and sovereignty. Pharaoh 
How did your firstborn die? The God of Israel sent an awful plague. This plague killed all the firstborn of our land. Pharaoh, what happened to your army that you sent after that multitude of slaves? It was the most powerful army in the world. We had them trapped against the Red Sea. Their God parted the waters and they walked across. When my chariots pursued, God unleashed the waters on my arm. Saul of Tarsus, one of the most powerful leaders in Jerusalem, hated the name of Jesus. He hated the name of Jesus until the very hour he was crushed into the road of Damascus by the glory of Christ. Saul, who hated Jesus, became Saul, a walking testimony to Jesus. Frank Morrison. Frank Morrison was not a Christian. He was an English journalist who set out to write a book about the nobility of the man Jesus. Noble, yes. He believed Jesus was noble. The Son of God, no. Morrison believed Jesus was no more than an ordinary man. There had been no virgin birth, no miracles. Jesus had ultimately been killed by the Romans and buried in Jerusalem. But Morrison was curious. He wanted to understand how such a noble character could be treated so badly. So he set out to write his book. But his book refused to be written. Instead, he found himself writing a book titled, Who Moved the Stone? He did not intend to write a book proving Jesus' deity and resurrection, but he did. That would be a good book for you to read during this Easter season. Who Moved the Stone? by Frank Morrison. Malchus started out an unwilling witness to the power and grace of Jesus. But I think Malchus became a willing witness for Christ. Why do I think that? Why is this obscure servant, an obscure event, mentioned in all four Gospels? Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The Gospels that were written before John's Gospel mention him, but they do not give his name. I think he became a Christian. And those early gospel writers left out his name to protect him. John's gospel was written much later. Malchus had probably died, and his name could be used now. We know from his gospel that John knew the inner circle of the high priest personally. Read the whole story in John 18 today. John was right there in the courtyard where Jesus was. In fact, the only reason Peter could get into the courtroom where Jesus was was through John. John probably knew the slave Malchus, so he would have remembered his name. But Matthew and Mark leave off, even leave off the healing of Malchus. I think it was because Malchus had become a Christian and he was in a very dangerous position. 
So they just left Jesus healing him out of their story. Luke was written later and included the healing because Malchus was no longer in a vulnerable position. You know, we are like Malchus. Jesus has done the same thing in our lives. We were